0: ladies and gentlemen hey what's up guys i know it's a really difficult time right now Nah, i'm joking how you doing welcome to the double and ben variety show ladies and gentlemen oh we've got a good one for you today oh we're gonna watch the footy because it's bloody footy mondays is, is that what just does, does the fucking ball get kicked around on a monday i don't know i don't know i don't follow the NRL because i'm not australian enough all right i don't like the footy Yeah, I don't like sitting around, watch the footy with the boys, and yeah, oh, I sink a few fucking beers, and oh, yeah, see a few brawls on the field. Yeah, I'm not into that shit. Anyway, I don't know how I got into that. What's, what's, what's going on? Good to see you. What's crackalackin'? Um, so, you're probably listening to this, wondering, you know, why is this a day late? Why did my... Free piece of content that I get every Monday because I'm a greedy fuck. Why did that not come at the expected time? You may ask, you fucking bludging piece of shit. Well, allow me to explain uh, this to uh, your lazy ass. Um, So, I did record an episode yesterday. I did almost upload it. In fact, no, I did upload it and then I deleted it. The reason I deleted it was because I went on an hour long discussion of like all this real deep, scary shit, very unintentionally. Now I know that sounds like in that episode I was probably being pessimistic and I sound like a miserable piece of shit. I actually, I I wasn't at all. I was talking about a whole bunch of different things and like our culture and, you know, Western society and you know, uh, growing up and maturing and, you know, death. I don't know how I got into, got onto any of that. I also went on like a 30 minute rant, not a rant, but like, you know, I discussed about, I was talking about the USC for like 30 minutes. Right. Um, and then I listened back to it and I went, this is so deep and kind of scary, but it's not meant to be because it's, it's all very joyful. Like I was getting into like all these really, philosophical topics, I guess you could say, and I listened back to it, and I'm like, there are, and there are some jokes in there that are fucking, like, dark, and I looked at it, and I was just like, should I fuck, should I release this, so, you know what, I'm gonna put up a poll on Instagram, and if people want me to release it, I'll release it, because it's very deep, and it's very scary, so,
1: Cause And we, you
0: know what was funny as well? In that episode, we didn't talk about politics at all. There was no mentioning of politics whatsoever, right? But, you know, there was, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of, I don't know, it was very deep. And I just went on these, like, talks and I was just on a roll and I just wasn't stopping. So, you know, it, it might come out. If, if you guys want it to come out, uh, I'll release it, you know? You, you, you'll get what you fucking deserve. Anyway, oh, excuse me. Burp there. Um, let's get on to the topics for this week, right? What's been happening out in the world? What's been going on? What's who's dying? Who's what? What, what country's getting bombed? Um, what happened with Rv Yemeni this week? Apparently, he was asking for more money. Does that fucking guy not know? Like, did, okay, I think that guy needs to read that book. What's that book called? The Oh, it's the one that like every white girl in her fucking mid twenties loves. What's it called? The Barefoot Investor. Has RV never read The Barefoot Investor? For fuck's sake! Can one? Okay, if you're a family member or a friend of RV Yemeni, can you just give him that book? Because I'm sick to death of him asking for fucking money to so you can you know pay for his five star hotel rooms, pay for his plane tickets, make sure he gets a nice you know a uh, five Michelin star fucking meal at some restaurant. Okay. Can one of you just get the goddamn book from Dimmicks, wrap it up in in, in 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 some nice wrapping paper and just, you know, give it a little nice red bow or whatever the fuck However you wrap your goddamn presents during birthdays and Christmases, just give him that book. I am sick to death of seeing this motherfucker asking for money. It's illegal fun, man. You gotta donate. We're fighting for truth. We're fighting for justice, man. We're really gonna stand up to the elite. Yeah, even though I do take advantage of Australia's terrible free speech and defamation law so I can sue people who I personally don't agree with. But still, I, I, I'm I one of you, man. I, I don't believe in the system, even though I use the system to my um, own uh, career advantage. Like, there are people who take this motherfucker seriously. Now, look, I'm not acting like I'm a genius. I'm a fucking goof. I'm a goof, Half the time I take the piss, okay? I am not some arbiter of truth and justice. I mean, I'm not, it doesn't not to say I'm a dishonest cunt. But at the same time, I talk a lot of shit. I like to have a laugh. I, I, I have a I. You, if you listen to this podcast, you know how my brain works, okay? And if you know how my brain works, then please let me know. Because I don't even know how my own fucking brain works, all right? But with goddamn RV Yemeni, you cannot look at me in the eye right and tell me that that is a guy who you can like trust okay now look i'm not calling for him to be banned you know i heard andrew Tate got banned oh no oh not andrew not andrew you know but you know what if you're abby chatfield i'm sure you're clapping being like yeah Someone who I personally don't like lost their career opportunities. I'm so happy. Yes. Oh my God. I love it when my boyfriend fucks other women. Um. Hey, if you want to be in an open relationship, you guys do. You. I don't give a fuck. Like I really, if that guy wants to get his dick sucked by some, you know, hooker in a brothel and she's cool with it, then hey, it's a thumbs up from me, sweetheart. All right. It's all good. Don't worry about it. But look, I don't like it when people get deplatformed. I'm not a fan. Um, you know, does that mean I like Andrew Tate? No. I don't like him. I went through this. I can't take him seriously. Everyone... I think he's just one of these, like, outrage merchants. Like, and I've spoken about this last week. I'm repeating myself again. But in case you missed it and you're new here, how you doing? Welcome to the fucking madhouse. I'm sure you're going to learn a lot about politics and the world and how, uh, you know, we talk about things on here. You know, we go on rants. Uh, we fucking... Uh, it's just... You just got to let things things flow in life, man. You just got to let, you know, let it flow, bro. It's just like going with the, uh, the surf out in the current, dude. Um, but, where was I? Andrew Tate being bad. Okay, I'm repeating myself again. But, I don't love it when people get deplatformed. I'm not a supporter of people having their careers affected. Now, With that said, Andrew Tate was, you know, uh, he said some pretty wild shit. He didn't say things that were very, uh, polite, politically correct, if you will. Um, he definitely had a, uh, well, if you did a background check, you would come to discover that he wasn't the most, uh, perfect human being. He, you know, definitely, uh... May have committed some fucked up crimes. Um, you know, he may uh, be in Eastern Europe for legal reasons. Because if he flies to certain countries, he's going to get thrown into a cage. Um, so, you know, the guy was not... The guy was not a saint, shall we say. He's not going to go on to um, become a nun. Or become a pastor. And and pray, and, and you know, uh, c- convey... The positive messages of uh, the Lord Christ, you know? Christ our Savior. He's not exactly going to do that if you catch my drift. Um, so, he has been banned because, you know, uh, we're in a culture now. And again, I'm, I, I don't agree with anything this man says. I don't know how many times I have to say this. I don't agree with anything this man says. But... I feel like we're in a culture now, and this is, again, I'm going back to that argument of like, it's the bigger picture, man. It's about the world. It's not about the individual, but um, I feel like we're in a culture now where de-platforming and taking away someone's right to speak has become so fucking common, and so, everyone's so comfortable with that idea now, that I feel like people don't really understand where that can lead to. And where that can lead to is that there will come a day and there will come a time where you might align with a certain idea. You might convey certain words and the big platforms aren't going to like that. And you yourself also might lose your right to say the n word. That's a joke. Um, but what's going to... What what the problem is, is that now everyone is so... Whenever there's a controversial figure, everyone right away says, get rid of him, deplatform him, never let him speak again, fuck him. Like, everyone is so comfortable with... And this is not me supporting Andrew Tate. I never listened to the fucking guy. This is the way... Here's the thing that the way I look at, like, people who are controversial or people who I don't agree with. You know what I do? I don't fucking listen to them. I don't click on their videos. I don't, I just choose to be like, okay. It's like if I go and watch, like, Abby Chatfield or Clementine Ford. I, like, I know they're going to fucking piss me off with what they say. Because, you know, they, they, they they're so arrogant with their ideas. But... Hey, believe in yourself, guys, believe in yourself, support yourself, be your own cheerleader in life, and just never stop going, okay, you just need to speak your truth, or whatever the fuck it is they tell you to, to do, whatever Oprah Winfrey told you to do when you were a child, when you watched it with mummy, um, but obviously they have certain opinions that I personally don't agree with, and the more I listen to them talk, the more I go, what the fuck are you saying? It makes no goddamn sense. But hey, I don't want them to be platformed. I don't want them to lose a chunk of their income. I don't want them... I, I want them to be happy. I'm in a really nice mood today. If it was any other day, I'd probably tell them to go fuck themselves. Uh, but, you know, or it's like if I go and watch Paul Murray on Sky News. Here's the thing about Paul Murray, though. I can't really... I can't get mad at him anymore because he's such a goofball. He's such a goofball. Like, he's such a, he's, he doesn't have any self-awareness. Like, he thinks he's this, he's on some crusade against uh, tyranny and evil. And he thinks he's fighting for freedom. But it's like, listen, you fucking disgusting, fat, neck-bearded fuck. You work for Rupert Murdoch okay, you literally go into work every day, you take democracy, and you wipe it with your fucking ass, all right, you take democracy, and you use it as toilet paper, and you clear away all the fucking KFC from your rectum that you ate last night, that is what you do with democracy, okay, but he is not aware of that, He does not understand that because he thinks in his mind through his own fat fucking ego that he thinks he's doing the right thing. But when you listen to him, everything he says is a joke and I find it funny. I find it funny. He's telling sillies. He is fucking hilarious. Okay? Just because I find him hilarious doesn't mean I agree with him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, Right? So in regards to Andrew Tate over here. (sighs) I know there was a big stigma around good old Andrew. Oh, Andrew, what are we going to do about Andrew? (laughs) you know, not speaking what I'm, uh, what I agree with. I believe it's time to, um, you know, make them just, you know, go eat the cake, if you will. (laughs) Um, You know, whatever you posh fucking eastern suburbs cunts thinks, you know. Who knows, who knows? You're probably walking around with your little fucking French bulldogs being like, oh my God, I got my oat latte today. It's gonna be such a nice little walk on the beach. I'm doing Bondi to Bronte. It's my goal to do it four times a week. It's just going to be so good. Oh, my God. You see the waves crashing. Let's get one for the gram with the sunshine coming up. Look how wholesome I am. Even though I spent the entire weekend shoving a bunch of cocaine up my nose and drinking 30 vodka lineman sodas. Yeah, bitch. Um, Don't There's a bunch of fucking douchebags there as well, Ben. like, yep. Like, you know how you see those, like, fucking muscle heads? Let's be honest. They're on the source. They're sourced off their fucking tree. You see those like sauce heads out in Bondi who are like these like fitness influencers and they're just like, hey, yeah, today we're going to show you Hey, you going, mate. My name's Brett. I'm going to show you how to do push-ups and uh, yeah, let me get my shirt off. Oh, yeah. I'm, I just, I, I swear to God, I just want to show you how to properly do a push-up. I don't want you to see how well my steroid cycle is going. Swear to God, that's not the reason, I'm just, I'm just taking my shirt off, because it's hot man, it's the eastern suburbs, it's the beach, yeah man, beach vibes bro, It's all that bullshit, um, how did I get on, what was I going with this, oh yeah, Andrew Tate, so there was a stigma about how people were a little bit concerned about the children, the boys, uh, high school boys have, don't have the right influence, like, I said this last week, they're fucking teenagers, they're teenage boys, okay, everyone's like, but yeah, teenage boys are looking up to the wrong person, okay, I'm not trying to compare who's worse or whatever, but let's look at the Kardashians, okay, you fucking people give, like, Andrew Tate a hard time, as you should, but what about the Kardashians, well, I'm, it's it's a it's a it's a genuine question. I'm not I'm not trying to like I, I don't worry. I'll go into Andrew Tate in a sec. I'll fucking don't worry. I'll rip into him. I'm, I'm just what I'm trying to say is is that Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, whatever their fucking names are, Kendall Jenner or whatever the fuck, who knows? These you know nepotistic fucking broads have made plastic surgery so normalised where it's become like, oh, if I don't get my lips done or I don't get my tits done, then, you know, uh, I, 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 how am I get, how are people gonna find me sexy? How are they gonna find me attractive? Who's gonna wanna bust a nut in me and have kids? Like, here's the thing. Like, do you really want teenage girls looking up to that? Look, I'm gonna say the, the same thing about, you know, the teenage girls and the teenage boys, okay? They're gonna have certain influences in life through the internet that you can't really control, okay? Right? Like, I had certain influences when I was growing up where I look back on it and I just go like, why the fuck did I look up to them? They were a bunch of douchebags. Like, they're kids. They're kids, you know? And I hate this stigma. It's always the stigma of like, won't somebody please think about the children or whatever. Like, that Helen Lovejoy fucking mindset that just drives me nuts. Like, it's just a bunch of these, like, miserable parents who can't parent their fucking kids properly because, you know, they are such useless sacks of shit. They've got to, you know, write complaints on the internet and, you know, write in emails being like, will something be done? It's like, I have an idea. You're a parent. Do your fucking job, okay? If you don't want your kid listening to a certain someone or whatever, <laughs> excuse me, then shouldn't you put your foot down? I don't know. He's 16, or 15, or she's 15, or she's 16. They live in your house. You, you, you're the boss. You get to tell them what to do. They're not an adult yet. When they're an adult, they can do whatever the fuck they want. But th- that's what my parents told me. Like, they they had to discipline me a few times. And I used to be like, fuck you, mom and dad. And then they used to say to me, listen, when you're an adult, you can go and do whatever you want, all right? Knock yourself out. But when you're in my house, you're going to listen to my rules. Do you understand? And I hate, I was, you know, me being the little cunt that I was. I was like, you guys are the worst ever. But it's fucking, it's, they're your parents, not your friend. You know, they're not your, they're not your pal or whatever. I mean, you know, so in regards to Andrew Tate, it's like, He'll be fine, but still, I—it's more. I'm not. I again. And he, does he say shit that I agree with? No, no. I can't take him seriously because the shit he says is so ridiculous. It's—I—I I, I can't tell whether or not he's playing a character. But this is the thing, though. I think, I think he's at a point now where he says all this outrageous shit so he can get attention. He's doing the Donald Trump approach where Trump will say like, "I don't believe that John McCain was a war hero. The war heroes that I know." didn't get cut and everyone's like oh my god how could you say that i can't believe you said that you now it's the wrong thing to say but you know what's gonna happen after he says it oh boy is the media gonna focus on him and is he gonna get free coverage you bet your fucking ass you will okay so here's the thing Andrew is very good at getting the crowd going, all right? Now, he gets the crowd going through, shall we say, unorthodox ways, but he understands that he can poke the bear, and he's going to get all the media focusing on him. You're going to get your Abby Chatfields. You're going to get your Lisa Wilkinsons. You're going to get your Waleed Ali's, your Hamish McDonald's, all these fuckwits who think they're standing up for truth and justice and man, we're fighting against, you know, sexism and racism and oh yeah, we're so, we're such good people and we're just gonna, you know, morally project onto you and we're just gonna virtue signal even though we vote for the Liberal Party, yeah, oh my God. No, but we didn't vote for Scott Morrison this time, we actually voted for A Teal Independent because we really care about koalas even though we were advocating for the extinction of fucking koalas. Literally, Gladys wasn't that bad. She just fell under the influence of a wrong man. Fuck you. Are you are you shitting me with that. I, I I've, I've talked about this before, but that was the worst. Like, the fact that the media, it, it blew my fucking mind—that the media was able to push that onto people, and people bought into it. And it's just like, am I going fucking crazy here? Like, this is a woman who is extremely corrupt, has signed off on like policies that makes Australia do land clearing worse than third world countries. She is responsible for cutting funding to fire services and emergency services in rural New South Wales. And then she fucking goes and sleeps with someone who has a family and a wife because she's going to give him a bunch of grants so he can, you know, do all these infrastructure projects in Wagga, right? Right? So she's corrupt as fuck. She hates animals. She hates the environment. She 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 is a fucking horrible human being. She and somehow she is this innocent woman who came under the influence of a bad boy. Dude, I've seen more convincing stories in a fucking Nicholas Sparks novel. Give me a break. Are you shitting? Are you are you actually shitting me? Are you honestly these? Dickheads on The Project and Sky News, because they all repeat themselves, like, you know, they're you're going to have this all this bullshit of, like, we're left, we're right, and then you're going to have, you know, uh, ABC being like, we're neutral, man, we don't take sides, we listen to both, even though, even though they're all the fucking same, you know, Lisa Wilkinson is going to be like, you know, we really need to, um, you know, stand up for gay marriage and all this shit, but then she's gonna go and have dinner with Malcolm Turnbull and he's gonna cook him a uh, fucking snapper on the barbecue and he's gonna put some black pepper on it, okay? She is literally having dinner with a, the fucking prime minister who was like against all that shit and literally created a voting system through mail being like, do you agree with gay marriage or not? Like, it was the dumbest shit where really what they should have done is be like, yeah, you can get married now, who gives a fuck? You don't need to spend $100 million to getting the Australian public to see whether or not gay marriage sh- should happen. I think everyone was going to say fucking yes. It was pretty obvious. But on the same, t- during the same time that was all happening, during all this shit, when, you know, um, the gay marriage vote was going through. You know what was happening? The TPP, Australia was signing off on that. Does anyone know about the TPP? No, the new trade laws where it gives all these corporations more power, and they can use their lawyers to get them better deals through trade and the global economy. You're leaving trade deals in the hand in the hands of these multinational corporations. You know Malcolm Turnbull was signing off on that shit. You know, essentially, you are, like, changing the course of the global economy and Australia's part in it. It's going to have a big fucking impact on your life. But Malcolm Turnbull goes, what's the fucking best way to distract people from that? Oh, I've got a good idea. Why don't we just get to see whether or not the Australian public's going to vote yes or no on gay marriage, even though Australia is in the top five most tolerant countries in the world. Gee, I wonder what the fucking answer's going to be. And then meanwhile, you got Lisa Wilkinson being like, sex isn't bad, homophobia is terrible. Oh my God, it's so terrible. Anyway, Malcolm Turnbull, do you want to go to yours and have a fucking uh, a fish meal with black pepper on it? I mean, it's all fake, dummies. Like, it's all bullshit. The media in this country, it, it, it's all the fucking same. There's no... All these mainstream networks, it's all the fucking same. None of them are, d- are different from one another, okay? They're all in the same... Like, and again, you go back to, like, you know, the, the pro... I fucking hate the project. I don't know. I, they just... They piss me off on, a, like, a real, like, di- different level. Like, I, again, but even though they piss me off, I don't want them to be deplatformed. I don't want them to, you know, yeah, go and be on 10 Network and have Abby Chatfield on and talk about how, you know, people on the internet are fucking mean to her, even though you're a public figure and it comes with the goddamn territory, okay? What, you think I get nice messages all the time? No. I've had people telling me how much I fucking suck, how, you know, I'm a communist and apparently I'm like the next Paul Joseph Watson. Who gives a shit? Who cares? What kind of, like, healthy, normal, happy human being... Sends a message to someone who they've never met saying, Oh, this is how much I hate you, even though I've never met you in your life, in my life, and I would never say this to you in real life, okay? Who gives a fuck? Alright? And if you also have you also maybe considered the fact that when you put opinions out there, not everyone's gonna agree with them and they're not gonna react in the best way possible. Who cares? You're getting all the attention and money in the world. What do you give a fuck what some Randy says in your DMs about how he, you know, thinks you're ugly and all this bullshit? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? All right, he probably works a minimum wage job at Hungry Jack's, all right? And when you're going through the drive-thru at 3 a.m. on a Saturday night in your Uber, he's probably giving it to you and he's just looking at you going, fuck you, Abby Chaffer, but you don't give a fuck because you can have as many Hungry Jack's meals as you want. You can have as, have as many Whoppers as you want because you got all the fucking money in the world, so who gives a fuck? Okay? But still, at the same time, you got Lisa Wilkinson on there being like, hmm, gay marriage. We really need to consider this, Australia. We really need to think about it. And if you don't agree with it, then you're a horrible human being. That's right, me, a multi fucking millionaire celebrity, is going to tell you that you're a piece of shit average Australian who's getting, you know, healthcare cuts through Medicare, who's getting their wages cut, who's not getting penalty rates anymore. You. You're the piece of shit, you average Australian. But me, I'm great because I read a fucking blog post by Clementine Ford. And then you got her being like, Malcolm, what do you think? Gay marriage? Mm, yeah, it's a real. Uh, mm, should it happen? Should it not? Mm, yeah, even though we're in the top five most one of the you know we're in one of the most tolerant countries in the world, should it happen? Hmm, it's a real discussion, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, anyway, Malcolm Turnbull, I won't press you on the fact that you fucking literally let the banks run the investigation from the Royal Commission into the big four banks. I won't bring that up with you. I won't bring that up with you, but I'm going to press you on, mm, gay people, what do you reckon? Like, and everyone looks at big like, so brave, so strong, and then they fucking see that horseshit on Facebook and they're like, I'm going to share because it sends the right message. And it's just like, you fucking people don't even understand how the propaganda system works in Western society. None of you get it. Now, I understand people have bigger things in life to worry about. I get it. I'm not going to school you on it. But you get this. Who the fuck is texting me? Ah, fuck off. Sorry. Um. Anyway you fucking need to understand that the fact that the media was able to convince you that Gladys Berejiklian was some innocent woman, even though ICAC literally looked at her saying, like, do do you understand how bad you fucked up here? You caught red-handed. We caught you with Daryl's dick in your hand. Like, they got it." And everyone's like, innocent woman! Oh, like, all this shit. And, like, you know... You fucking, like, it, the, the fact that the people were able to be convinced by the media, being like, she's innocent, guys. She's innocent. No. Oh, my God. I really got to put my phone on airplane mode, because I always get worried that someone's going to be like, I'm dying, you need to come save me. Anyway, where was I? The media is able to convince people of how good of a person she was. Meanwhile, she gets a fucking job on on the board of Optus. It's like, oh, Jesus, I wonder how she got that job. I wonder how many grants she gave to them. Fuck. I, I, I wonder how she got that job at Optus. She must really love her mobile service provider. Anyway, the reason the media went, you know, easy on her after they went hard on her is because the media bargaining code, I believe it was the media bargaining code. Um, was the media, I believe it was the media bargaining code. I'm pretty sure it was the media bargaining code. This was like two years ago. So my memory is a bit fuzzy on it. But, um, the media bargaining code was getting pushed through Parliament. Guess who that fucking, uh, policy was going to benefit? Rupert Murdoch. Anyway, they were pushing that through Parliament, and essentially the Murdoch press goes to Gladys, right? And they say, hey, if you fucking, if you, if you push this bill, if you push this policy, we'll go easy on you. That's, that's, that's probably what happened. And then, you know, look what happened. She was cool with it, and they're just like innocent Gladys. Credit to friendly Geordies for um, you know, actually pushing that theory. Like, not theory, probably it's it's not a theory. Forgive me for saying that, but it's most likely 100% what happened, right? So, because if you notice the, the the coverage from the media on this, and like he's absolutely right. When it first happened, everyone's like, "Fuck Gladys, barely clean, terrible, 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 terrible," and then afterwards. When she was, you know, signing off on of the media bargaining code and she pushed it. Look what happened. Oh, Gladys. Gladys. Oh, sweetie. That's not good. So going back to Andrew Tate. Um, here's the thing. He's an idiot. He's a fuckwit. Yes. He's an absolute dipshit. But I don't care who it is where they come from or what they do, I just don't... I just have a problem with how our culture has become so comfortable with deplatforming people. And it's like everyone's always going to sit there and just go, yeah, but do you know what's great? Do you know what's really good? He's not going to be able to influence young teenage boys. Here's the thing. I'll tell you what's going to influence young teenage boys. Alcohol. Drugs. Right? They're young. They're going to do dumb, stupid shit. Have you ever considered the fact that a lot of fucking kids as well come from horrible homes or they have parents who just want to get a divorce, but they're like, he's only got two years left of school. It's not much longer. He's got two years left. Let's just stick this one out and, you know, we can't fuck, but I'll sleep in the same bed as you. But, hey, you can't hug me either. Just sleep in the same bed. Just... You know, just pretend we're happy, alright? If you want to go fuck your secretary, whatever, go fuck your secretary, I don't care. The, those private school boys have come from those kind of homes. Or, you know, their dad's out drinking all the time, or, you know, the mum's you know, taking too many Xanaxes and drinking too many Pinot Was, alright? I can tell you right now, when I was a little boy, when I was a wee lad, alright, when I was in my teens... The decisions, the, not decisions, let's say the mistakes that I made were like all because I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, right? Much like these teenage boys today, are gonna, they're going to be hanging out with the wrong crowd. They're going to make, make a bunch of mistakes. I'm grateful that I came from a good home. I didn't really have any of those problems that I was talking about before. Like I came from a great home, but you know, there were a lot of kids that I knew that didn't come from good homes. You know, and they were fuckwits because their parents were fuckwits and they didn't have any respect and they were just like, you know, I don't think they, you know. So I think looking at these kids thinking Andrew Tate, God, now that he's gone, I'm sure these teenage boys are never going to do anything fucked up. I'm sure they're never going to smoke weed. I'm sure they're never going to make any fucked up comments about women now that Andrew Tate's gone. Thank God. Dude. Dude. It's not how it works. It's such a simplified, generalised way to look at this thinking. Andrew Tate, he's the problem. Let's get rid of him. Okay, problem solved. Now teenage boys will be good boys who sell Bibles outside of church on a Sunday. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Okay? Alright. Alright. Where was I before? Oh, God. I need to take a bit of a. Two secs. Oh, 30 minutes in and we're going hard. Mmm. All right. RV Emani. What's going on with you, RV? Oh, RV. Okay, RV Emani put out this tweet. Breaking. I've just been denied entry to New Zealand to report on anti government protest. It follows a targeted campaign by the NZ Media, which immigration officials cited as the reason behind their decision. I need your help to fight back, bro. Um So let's look at rebelnews.com. Let's look at the link. What happened, Arvey? What? How funny would it be if he just fucking um comes out and he's like, Do you know how bad I wanted to go to New Zealand to see the uh uh, the, where they filmed Lord of the Rings. That's all I wanted, bro. That'd be fucking hilarious. Okay, Rebel Reporter, RVM, he denied entry. So, Again, okay, this is what it says straight away. Sign the petition and donate to help him fight back. Like, 12,233 signatures. 12,233 signatures to let this fucking grifting piece of shit into New Zealand. Now, let me clarify something here, kids. Listen up. I understand, <clears throat> before I was going on a, a bit of a roundabout censorship deplatforming, I don't want that for R.V.M.I. I don't like R.V.M.I. In fact, I fucking think he's an idiot. In fact, he's not just an idiot. In fact, you know what? I take that back. He's kind of an idiot, but he's also kind of smart, and I'm giving him a lot of credit, right? You know what's really fucking annoying? I remember I, I fucking uploaded a video about Dave Rubin, and I obviously got hate for it. Everyone was like, I got called a communist because I said Dave Rubin's a fucking moron, and he is a moron. He is a... And if you know what? If you don't agree with me, fucking debate me on it. Debate me. I dare you. Huh? You couldn't go up tie to toe against me, bruh. I bet I could beat you in an arm wrestle. Um, but... He was, uh, I made a video, I got a bunch of comments saying, you suck, fuck you, this is the worst, blah, 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 all this whole shit, and you know, I just looked at it, smiled, thinking, yeah, but you watched it, bitch. Thank you for giving me the views and, attract- and the traction, which I kind of love getting those comments. I love it. It's just like, yeah. Pissed you off a little bit, didn't I? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, um, but there was this one fucking comment that really fucking pissed me off. It really pissed me off because it was so arrogant. And it was so just, it, it, it oh, got under my skin. I mentioned in the video that Steven Crowd has got like one or two videos where he does those like, what does he call them? Change My Mind. He's got two of those Change My Minds that are like entertaining and kind of funny. And I had someone comment, when I said that saying if you like Stephen Crowder, you're a horrible human being. And I just looked at that comment and I just thought, Who the fuck do you think you are? Where do you get off? Please explain to me. Enlighten me in thorough fucking detail. Please explain to me how you know that. I'm a bad person because I find something funny that you personally don't agree with. Please tell me where you find the fucking balls, right? How big is your hairy, disgusting, wrinkly nutsack for you to comment something saying that I'm a bad person, but you, oh no, you. You, the person who I have never met in my life, who doesn't even have a photo of themselves as their avatar with their YouTube page, where do you get off? How? Please explain to me, enlighten me how you're a good person. Please tell me how you're a better person. And you know what this fucking piece of, of shit's um, name was? This is, this, is their, this is their account name. Trump will never be president ever. It's like, oh, so you're a fuckwit who who goes around pretending they're on a moral crusade, telling people that they're bad people, but you, you're the good person because you think Trump's never going to be president. You, uh, this is the thing. You don't deserve the right to vote. You don't deserve the right to food and water. You are so fucking useless that you're not even w- worthwhile at having a, well, you can't even, you wouldn't even be useful, you know, at a fucking KFC drive through Now, that's no disrespect, that sounds very disrespect, I know that sounds very disrespectful of people who work in a KFC drive through I love those people, they're my fucking heroes if you ask me, but you would go in there and they would all fucking hate you, alright? I never want to see your face serving me my three chicken tenders with my barbecue slider and my regular chips and my Zinger burger and my six nuggets. I I don't want to see you there because you're not fucking useful. There are people there who care about their job, who are proud of what they do, and those people are fucking good people. But you, you would be such an arrogant piece of shit that you would not even want to, I wouldn't even want to eat My delicious KFC because you would give it to me. And you know what? If you gave it to me, I would take a giant shit in that brown paper bag and I would hand it back to you and I'd be like, go fuck yourself. There's your dinner. You can eat my feces, you fucking idiot. You clown. But it pisses me off that people have the balls to comment something like that. Like, you're a bad person, but me, I'm good. I'm a good person. It's like, you sound like you belong on the project. A bunch of fucking narcissistic twats who earn, like, who are on seven-figure salaries telling a bunch of average Aussies who can't pay their bills, who don't have a proper healthcare system because Medicare keeps getting funding cuts, who don't have good wages because, you know, you fucking support certain politicians who, who, you know, sign off on cutting penalty rates, you know. These fuckwits tell these average Australians... Who can't afford a home that they're the bad person and they need to do better and they need to tweet more hashtags about hashtag support women or fucking Black Lives Matter and all that shit. And it's just like, you, it, it's like you, you sound like you belong on that, right? I fucking hate it when people morally try to tell you on social media that you're a bad person and you're terrible. It's like, I bet your own fucking bed isn't even made. I bet you any money your own bed. You didn't put you didn't put the doona on properly. You didn't make up your sheets. You didn't do any of that. Oh no, you just had to fucking sit there on your computer. You're probably in at your parents' house, telling someone who you've never met on the internet that they're a bad person. That fucking pissed me off, in on such a deep level. It's like you you're, you don't understand how much of a loser you are. You're actually a dead shit. That comment really got me. That pissed me off. Anyway, RV Eminy. Alright, I'm gonna make this quick. Because I want to, I've been going on a big rant. Holy shit, we have been going for nearly 42 minutes. Wow. Okay. Here's the thing. Um The thing that pisses not pisses me off, but it's like <sighs> at some point you gotta realize where the grift is going. What it's about. How many legal funds have you paid for when it comes to RV Yemeni? How many legal funds have you paid for? How many? How many? Are you ever going to realize at some point in your life that maybe you're paying a bullshit artist? You're giving up part of your salary or your wage or however you earn a living. You're giving up a percentage of that to make sure that this annoying grifting goat sound sounding fuck gets your money. So he can sue people, sue the government, all that shit. It's a grift, but it's working because people are paying him. At some point, you need to get your head out of your ass. You need to get your head out of your ass and realise that you are funding a bunch of horseshit. You're not fighting for freedom, because this fuckwit, Yemeni, is really a liberal voter. But on the forefront, for his image to sound, to make him seem like he's you know gone with the you know the, the rebels who are really going to do something tough in Canberra, who's really going to change up the game, to save face and convince people that he's not a liberal voter he's he's gonna side with the United Australia party give me a fucking break okay give me a fucking break all right stop tickling my nuts and pretending that you're convincing me of something powerful and strong because you're not all right this guy is an idiot. He's a fuckwit, okay? I, I gave him a bit of credit before, for saying he was a little bit smart because he's able to somehow convince a bunch of dumbasses that you know, um, he can convince a bunch of people that uh, you know, I'm fighting for the right thing, so you should give me money. You got to give him credit because he's kind of—it's kind of working, even though those people are idiots and everyone's—you know. I know everyone's going to be like, yeah, but he's lying to these people. Yeah, he's lying to them, but there are a bunch of dumb shits out there who buy it. There are fucking idiots out there who actually believe what he's saying. And they're adults. Okay, they're adults. They're full, grown-ass adults. Okay? Now, God forbid they have children. God forbid they bust a nut on someone and they fucking breed. That would be a sad sight on society, but, you know... It's what condoms are made for, so hopefully they listen to that message and invest in that. Hopefully they take a chunk out of their salary or their wage and they invest in some condoms. Because that's worthwhile. Not fucking RVM and his legal fund that he's done 50,000 times. All his legal funds have been an absolute disaster. They've never gone anywhere. It's just him... You're just giving him money. It's He doesn't have to do anything. And then... This is his only argument with anything and everything. With the, like, he just, he looks at it and he just goes like, it's because the vaccine mandates. It's like, I don't think there's a healthcare crisis and a hospital and nursing crisis because of fucking vaccine mandates. Like, you can't be that stupid. You can't, it's not, it's not like vaccine mandates just came in And then all of a sudden there was a crisis, you know, the click of a finger. No. It was because certain politicians from a certain party made funding cuts to public services over the years. And then when there's a crisis like COVID, look what happens. The system gets exposed for how underfunded it is. But oh no, thank God Malcolm Turnbull fucking, you know, made sure we could vote on whether or not gay marriage should happen. You know, forget the fact that our public services have been cut to the fucking bone. Forget all that. I just was really happy when I got a letter in the mailbox and I was able to tick yes. Even though in the fucking first place, he should have just been like, yep, there you go. Who gives a fuck? There you go, get married. Who cares? There you go. (sighs) Lord help me. Oh my God. (sighs) So yeah, stop giving your money to this fucking moron, please. Actually, you know, you're not going to listen to me, you know. Yeah, bro, I listen to the real masculine figures in life. I like R.B. Yemeni. I like Andrew Tate. They're they're, they're strong in my mind. They're fighting for freedom. That's lovely. Isn't that lovely? Oh, I'm so happy for you. So happy for you. This is the thing about Andrew Tate as well. I'll say this one last thing. Here's how it works. All right? And you're all playing into his trick. You're all playing into his hand. You're all doing exactly what he wants. He says a bunch of outrageous shit. And then people look him up. And then people look into it. And then people go, what's this website that he owns? Oh, he does courses, does he? And a bunch of people sign up to it. It's all business. It's all money. All it is. It's all a profit. It's all for greed. It's all fucking business. It's a dirty world. It's a dirty society. We all love money. Just like Andrew Tate does. And if he has to do whatever he has to to get money by saying a bunch of fucked up controversial shit, he'll do it. And it worked. It played right into his hand exactly what happened and now he's got all the money in the world what the fuck is that noise really right now when I'm doing the podcast you gotta drill fuck's sake I'm really sorry about that background noise um okay <clears throat> let's look at the Trump raid uh, actually fuck I'm 50 minutes in. I gotta cut this off soon. All right. You know what? I'll go. I'll go see if I've got any questions. Give me two secs. Okay. I don't have any questions for this week. Uh, I run out. I answered the other question on the other podcast, the controversial one. So uh, I don't have any questions. I have no questions. I already answered them. I don't get. I don't get a whole lot. I already answered one. We used it all up. So. Um, haven't I go to Reddit? Fuck it, I'm gonna to go to Reddit. I feel like answering a question. question on Reddit. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, how do I break up with somebody who has done nothing wrong? Oh! Oh! Shit! Oh! Fuck! Here I was complaining about how we're running out of time. Now we're gonna be here for a while. And this is a long one. Okay. Hi all. Throw away for obvious reasons. Also, not much of a Redditor. Sorry in advance if I don't post correctly. All this has been asked one million times. Sorry for the text wall incoming. I guess for some background, I am 26 male. She is 26 female, uh, and we have been together for a little over a year. Um, we more or less live together, but not in strictly official terms. And we see each other every day and sleep pretty much every night together. I asked her out, and from the first two few dates, we got on really well. Have a, Having a very, having a similar dark, dry and gross sense of humor. I won't go f- too far down this trail of thought, but we had a lot of similarities and things we enjoyed we can bond over. We could bond over. I've really grown to care for her and I think she's one of the best lovely, caring and loyal people I've ever met. I genuinely love hanging out with her and I really love her. So then what's the fucking issue here? What's going on? Everything sounds great. Jeez, I hope this doesn't fuck up. Um, unfortunately, I've come to this realisation that I'm not in love with her. Ah, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. You care about it, but you don't deep, you don't really deep down care about it. And I get it. Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Uh, you're 20, buddy, you, you got, oh, sorry. You got to go with your. You got to go with your gut here, and you got to go with your heart. So you're not. I just want to get this out of the way way real quick. Men and women listening to this, this is how you feel about someone. Your your feelings are completely valid. Okay, you're not an asshole. You're not a bad person. You just got to be honest, and you can't lead someone on. Okay. It took me a while to realize or acknowledge this because of the fact that I still have a good time with her and love being around her. I have also been through stages, no fault of hers, where I have lost physical attraction to. Yeah, buddy, you got to end this. You got to end it. It's time to end it. It's time to end it, bro. It's time to uh, put a cap on it. Since then, I've been feeling like I'd quite like to be able to see other people or even just have my own space and work on myself for a little bit. But no way am I going to cheat or do something horrible and do something horrible. Yeah, you sound like a really great guy. You sound like a good dude. Um, yeah, dude, this is, this is, this is, um, you're having a breakthrough. This is, this is healthy. This is okay. This is all right. This, you, you, this is not bad. Okay? You're actually going to do, dis- do her a disservice if you don't do it because you feel bad or you do it out of guilt. All right? It's better to just rip the fucking band-aid off, uh, be honest with her, and just, you know, don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick, and you're probably gonna break her heart. I I get it, bro. I I listen. I I'll get into this later, but you gotta you gotta make the it's the right decision to make. Okay, and it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be painful, but you just gotta commit to it because you gotta go with your feelings here. All right. Okay, I feel in such an awkward place. I really do not want to hurt this person I care so much about, but I cannot force how I feel, and I don't want to develop resentments. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. If you um continue to stay with her and you feel this way about her, mate, it's going to get to a point where she's just going to drive you fucking nuts. And you just, anything she does, the, you know, you're going to just sit there and you go, fucking hell, I asked for a medium rare and you gave me a charcoal steak. For fuck's sake. Like, it's it's going to be little shit that's really going to piss you off. Even her laugh is going to piss you off after a while. Alright? And then you're going to sit there being like, the joke wasn't even that funny. The fuck are you laughing about? Like you're gonna you're gonna grow into a dick if you don't make this decision and you don't commit to it right now. So go through it to go through with it, dude. Okay. Um where where did I uh hang on. Where did I stop? I really do not want to hurt this person I care so much about, but I cannot force how I feel on and I don't want to develop resentments. It's made an ever greater shame by the fact I get on with all of her family so well. And I really love all of those guys as well. I just don't feel that fire, you know. With my last partner, I really deeply love them. Even though, arguably, there was a bit less common ground between us. I was the one who ended that relationship. And it was for valid reasons, which I won't go far into. But suffice to say, I felt like she wasn't putting in the same as me. And that the vision of the future wasn't looking good between us over time. To be clear, I still care about my ex. But this has no influence about how, on how I feel here. But I want to find someone I can feel that really intense feeling with again. I feel like a bit of a monster because inevitably I'm going to hurt my current partner badly. And she very clearly loves me and cares about me. But now that I realize this truth, I can't ignore it and hope it goes away. Believe me, I really wish I fell in love with her. We have not been together that long, but she is already discussing getting a house together, having children together, etc. It sort of feels like now more than ever, I should grasp the nettle. Yeah, I think you meant to say needle. Were you meant to say needle? I don't fucking know. But yes, yes. It's about... Now is the perfect time, my friend. My gut is telling me not to continue with all this, despite the fact she hasn't done anything objectively wrong. I'm not sure if everyone is about to call me an asshole and a piece of shit, but if it helps, I feel like one. But man, I needed to write this down and get this off my chest. If anyone can offer advice, I'd be very appreciative. Well, good sir. Okay. Let's chat. Brass tax. Oh, boy. So, okay. Here's the deal. You just got to end it. There's no other way to do it. You just got to sit down and you just got to have the conversation and be honest and go through the pain. You just got to do it. And this is the, this is the fucked up thing about relationships and dating. Uh, you can meet someone who has all the green flags in the world and there's nothing wrong with them, but you just don't really care about them. It's, 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 it is so, so unfair. It is so fucked. But hey, do you know how I know that? Cause I've listened it. I've, I've been that guy. I've been that guy where I've been with someone and they're like, yeah, they're, they're doing nothing wrong, but I just can't... I don't feel... like I'm, I am I care about them, but I don't care about them. There's not that... If you know what I mean. And you know what? I've had the same thing happen to me. You know, where you really care about someone, but then they get to a point they go, yeah, I'm not feeling this anymore. And then you're just like, What? Yeah, don't worry buddy. All right, I've 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 been in her position and I've been in your position. All right? All this shit you're saying right now, I've been both. I've been the guy who's broken someone's heart and I've been the guy who's had his heart broken, okay? So um, you know, it's um it's fucking hard. Breakups are terrible, all right? They for f- f- it's a different kind of terrible depends on what you're doing, right? So if you're breaking up with someone, you got to deal with the guilt of breaking someone's heart, and it's fucking hard to have that conversation, in fact, you're trying to put it off as much as you can, you really are, and you're trying to find every excuse in the world, but she's great, but she's, you know, like, she's, she's, she has, um, she, she's accommodating, she's sweet, and she's really nice, or, you know, he, he's a great guy, and all this shit, but that is not it, and it's okay, dude, you're not an asshole, you're not a piece of shit, you're gonna be an asshole and a piece of shit if you lead her on. But you just got to sit down with it, and this is the problem: so many people in the world don't know how to break up with their partners when they clearly should not be together. They don't have the balls to do it. This is where this is why a lot of people have self-esteem issues, and they need to go to therapy over it, but they don't because they'd rather ban something, which they shouldn't, and it's only going to lead to more misery, more stress, and if someone's causing you this much misery and stress, it's like you gotta fucking end it, you're just not meant for each other, and that's okay, it's okay, there's someone else out there for her, who will love her so much for who she is, and be re- like, be in love with her, it's okay, dude, it's okay, it's all right, all right, so you need to sit down with her, Um, and there's no easy way to just do it. This is, this is what you do. I'll tell you what you do. All right. Okay. You're going to sit, you're going to, you're going to, you know, meet up with her and you're just going to say, Hey, we need to talk. All right. We need to talk. You sit down with her and you just say, listen, um, I think you are a great, amazing, beautiful human being. Uh, I have appreciated our time together. I am grateful for meeting you. Uh, I think um, we had a lot of good things going on, but I'm not happy anymore. And I've come to realisation I've come to a realization that I just want different things right now. And there are things in my own life that I need to work on and I feel like I can't commit to this right now and I'm I'm just not happy anymore. That's what you gotta say. I'm not happy. I'm not happy anymore. Uh, You did nothing wrong. It's not your fault. Um, You know, I don't want to end on bad terms with you, but I'm not happy and uh, this is over. Something along those lines. Uh, You got to be, yeah, and she'll cry and she'll sit there and she'll be like, how did you do this? And like, you just got to let her have a moment and just, you know, you just got to, you got to be strong and you got to stay in there. All right. And your partner sounds great too. She sounds like a great, great woman, but I understand how you're feeling, bro, I've been there before, alright, I've been with someone who's, they're not doing anything wrong, but it's just, it's, you don't care about them, and over time, your actions are going to speak louder than your words, and you're actually going to make her feel a lot more insecure, but if you just rip the fucking band-aid off now, yeah, and listen, buddy, there are going to be moments where you're going to think, fuck, did I make the right decision, did I, did did I, What if I made a mistake? Blah, blah, blah. You just got to go with your gut. You got to go with your gut. And I can tell you right now, because I've been in this situation before, your gut will tell you. Your gut will tell you that you made the right decision. Okay? It's, it's everything you're feeling, it's completely normal. Okay? So you just got to have the conversation with her. Um, Yeah. That's all you got to do, man. That's all you got to do. Rip the fucking band-aid off. Rip it off. It's over. Alright, well, um, anyway, that's the, uh, that's the podcast, I'm signing off, uh, I'll speak to you all later, I'll see you next week, and, um, yeah, much love to you, thank you, it was a fucking long episode, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun, we had a good time, oh, I'm tired now, anyways, alright, I'm out, peace out, bitches, I'll see you next week, alright, bye!